0: Good morning, Trinity youth. It is Wednesday, February 14th, 2024. This is Dave.
1: And Haley. Y'all, we are so excited to be back podcasting with you. We're coming to you on a double holiday, both Valentine's Day and Ash Wednesday. Two holidays that are honored in pretty different ways. Very
0: different. Very different ways. The word holiday even feels
1: Yeah, probably off, strange, but like, what do yes. you call the two, you but we'll know? we'll get into that. We'll, we'll unpack them both, but before we unpack Lent, which is what this whole podcast is about, We'll take a minute to talk about Valentine's Day, Dave. Do you think it's one of those like Hallmark made-up holidays? Do you feel like there's like a real depth to it? How do you view holiday? What's your theology on Valentine's Day? Theology of
0: Valentine's (laughs) Day. Wow, never been asked that before. Well, is it made up? No, it's not made up. Saint Valentine was this guy was awesome. I mean he Was he really? The legend goes. Read about it. Check your check my sources. But from what I know of St. Valentine's, do you know? Am I telling I stuff know, you stuff already I, know?
1: I know he exists, but I don't know anything about Oh, him.
0: this is great. Okay. It's news. Um, so St. Valentine. This is the short of it, and this will be very blunt, but um, I don't even remember the time period. I believe it's in the period of the early church. So at a time when you had this rapid growth of the Christian faith, um, but at the same time facing persecution. So before Christianity got unfolded into empire to where they were the ones in charge. Um, So there's this guy, St. Valentine, um, I believe somewhere in Italy, and he uh, it it was illegal, I believe, to get married as a Christian because Mm -hmm. you weren't supposed to be a Christian. Christians get persecuted, the whole like thrown to the lions thing. And so he married people um, in secret and I believe he got thrown into jail for this. Um, And he would write letters, converse with people from letters. So the whole idea of like Valentine's cards. Um, is from his letters from prison and one of the things he was most known for, this romantic idea of illegally marrying people. So, again, check the sources on that. I do believe that that's mostly true. And in that turn, I mean, that's worth celebrating. That's pretty awesome. This guy ended up losing his life over, in part, due to sanctioning illegal marriages. That was his form of civil disobedience. How rad is that?
1: Was he married?
0: I don't know. I think I think he may have been a priest. So, so probably time, not. It's like the in, whole "I'll
1: walk so you can run" situation. I mean,
0: the dude is—he
1: <laughs> like, paved like, away
0: legit. Okay. Yeah, and again, like many of these, these uh, like early holidays. Uh, there, there's a fancy word, syncretism. Maybe you learned that in your sociology classes, y'all, or social sciences, history, whatever. Syncretism is where you you have one faith and it mixes in an, elements of another faith. So mm-hmm. think like our Easter, right? Easter is right celebrating Jesus, and it's like, what is the deal with all these bunnies and eggs? And My so mom it's,
1: didn't even know it was about Jesus until <laughs> I was, like, four. It, exactly. She, she found so out and confusing. was like, why would I take her to church?
0: Yeah. yeah. So I do believe, and this is super embarrassing, we should know this because um, we're an Anglican church, but the Anglican church celebrates the feasts of many saints. And so I would bet, um, if I have time to get on Google while you're sharing your bit, um, I believe the feast of St. Valentine would be... On The 14th, like an Anglican holiday, don't Hollywood. quote me on that, y'all. I may be wrong, but yes, oh, that it could, it may actually make it on, if not the Anglican um tradition, then other um church traditions that there would actually be a feast day for this guy because again, he's he was brave, he was bold, he stood up for the faith when it was not easy to. Um, I mean, actually, roundabout way, a, a neat intro to Lent because somebody who followed. Um, their faith with conviction, even when it was difficult. Followed a hard it, path. It followed a difficult path. So, but um, but has it then <laughs> been syncretized? Oh, yeah. I mean, the Cupid thing. Like, oh, where are these little naked babies with bows and arrows? <laughs> it's really what? creepy. Yeah. So much <laughs> so of what it is strange. now is
1: like, are you single or dating? And it's just, yeah, it's a lot. It's, and like the grams yeah. in... Um, Whatchamacallit, in, like, middle school, oh they did gosh. the whole, like, you could send your friend a heart or, like, whatever. <laughs> like, it was just funny. This would be
0: great to harken back to some guests. Uh, when we have a guest episode, harken back to this and ask them about their experience. With whoa,
1: the... whoa, whoa. Dave, we never had a guest on our podcast before. Is there a new thing coming?
0: Y'all, big news.
1: Big news. This
0: season of the Trinity Youth Podcast in Jerome be looking forward to having some guests on the show, some folks that you know. Some of our leaders, we are so thrilled. Some of you, we're hoping that some of you students, um, you'll be hearing from as well. So can't wait for that. But yeah, Hallmark made up. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of pressure and we just want to say, if you don't have a Valentine, you're in good company. It's all right. My wife and I, I don't even know. I think we've like ironically gone out on dates on Valentine's Day, but it's not something we've ever bought into. I think it is definitely a marketing scheme to separate you from your money. (laughs) And, yeah. and that results in maybe you feeling like insecure about your lack of having a Valentine's Day or not. And we just want to release you of all of that. Right, Haley?
1: Right. I hung out with family as last few Valentine's Day. And it was awesome. That's great. It's been great. So you celebrate however you do. If you're into Galentine's, <laughs> I will say that's a, a fun that time.
0: Haley taught me that word. Did I really? Yeah, I had never heard of it before until we had youth. Our youth is on Tuesday nights. It happened oh. to fall on Valentine's Day. And I wasn't even thinking about it. I'm like... Who cares about Valentine's Day? And then I learned Galentine's is a thing, and I respect that, but yeah. I had no idea.
1: I was missing the gal hangs to be with you guys, but not that is A-OK. Okay. Well, moving into the other part of today, what today is, David is Ash Wednesday. Do you want to give us some background on what exactly the season of Lent that we're kicking off? What are we doing? What's Lent sure. about? I know like people used to not eat... Chocolate randomly in my life, you're yeah, like, oh yeah, yeah, Lent. I'm not eating sweets or whatever. What's the real purpose? What's going on in this season that we're going
0: into? So great, yeah, Lent. <laughs> I, my thought was, I want to say, I love Lent, and it's kind of a weird thing to say you love. Right. I really, I deeply appreciate Lent. That's good. Sort That's of good like, to yeah, if you're gonna go do a hard workout, you're like, I don't necessarily love this, but I love the result. You know how you I, feel after. I love the journey, yeah, and so it's like it, it's it is a journey, and it's an intentionally. Hard journey. We should go over some things. First, Lent. Uh, Do you know what Lent means? Where that comes from, Haley? I don't know. I'm not sure if I do. It comes from, I think it's Latin, the Latin word for spring. So it just, that's where it comes from. And it happens in the spring of the year. If you are in the Northern Hemisphere, shout out to our Southern Hemisphere Friends of the Podcast. But uh, Lent, as a church season, uh, is the season that gets us ready for Easter. Lent, again, from the Latin word for spring, not lint. If you're Southern and pronounce it all the same, it's not that stuff you find in your belly button, you know, spelled differently. Or in
1: your laundry machine. Or that. Yeah. I made
0: it weird. Um, (laughs) So it's a season that gets us ready for Easter. So if you are familiar with Advent, we we did the Advent podcast in the same way that Advent is a season of preparation before the big feast day, the big celebration of Christmas. Mm -hmm. In the same way Lent is the preparation for Easter, um, Easter, mm-hmm. and it's it's actually longer than Advent. Um, some things about Lent. Haley, let's do the quiz because I think you know a lot. How many days is Lent?
1: Forty, not including Sundays. At, these days. Yeah, you got I it. I had the bonus point.
0: You, you got the asterisk. So good. Yes, Lent is forty days observed, where you observe fasting. Um, but if you add up all the days, you count it on a calendar from Ash Wednesday to Easter. you be like, wait a minute! I literally did this once. That's day. forty-six days, and this is years mm-hmm. after I had celebrated Lent. Um, Sundays, Sundays, we, um, we celebrate the resurrection is the great Anglican term that we use for this. We celebrate the resurrection on Sundays. So if during Lent, many of you may associate Lent with fasting from something, from pulling back from whether it's an actual appetite, like a food, like you hear people giving up sweets, chocolate, um, sodas. I can't believe I said soda. I was a pop person for so long. Um, Welcome I've to been the, in South the South. But I didn't call it Cokes, right? Um, but uh, I know many of us, or many of you, you've also engaged during Lent of intentionally laying down something you have every right to, such as like social media um, or different forms. You know, maybe a video game or the amount of screen time you have. Mm-hmm. Um, it's an amazing season to practice being in the wilderness. In the wilderness, we go without stuff. Um, it's a it's a journey. It's a long journey. But at the end of the day, we are transformed into the kind of people who can face challenges with resilience, mm-hmm. um, expecting resurrection on the other end. So I have a couple more things to say, but any comments from you about that so far?
1: All I'll say is that for me, when I give, I go up social media every single year, mm-hmm. and then I'll add on different things, but every year I'm like, it's good to take a cleanse from this thing. Yeah. And you'd be surprised, or at least for me, I'm typically surprised how built-in those things are to my life once they yeah. go away. Yeah. And it's like, oh, this has demanded so much of my attention. And yes. it's funny. It's like, what do I actually want when I don't have this? And so it makes you really take a hard look at yourself Yes. in the best ways and also in, like, sobering ways where you're like, huh, the clear view. Do I like who I'm becoming when mm-hmm. I have these things in my life? So I love taking a thing out every now and then, regardless of lunch, but especially during lunch. I think it's so good for us as people. So.
0: Yeah, it is. Um, so, so a couple other things as you do that um, – When we think about the length of it, first of all, Lent, again, 40 days of the fasting bit, but then it's really important to know in the Anglican tradition, Easter is more than just a single day. Easter is 50 days long, ending in the day of Pentecost, and that's on purpose, to say the celebration is longer than the wilderness journey. And that's really, really important, and it's really, really intentional, just so you know. And so the hope is you spend 40 days in the wilderness. We are ready. When Easter comes, it is something we are ready for. This will probably come up a couple other times, but with my family, we make plans ahead for Easter to be just something awesome, unexpected, celebratory. A couple years ago, I was, like, going all in with the kids for this. I want them to know. So we did waffles and ice cream <laughs> Easter morning, vibe. wake up to that, and so now that's become a thing that sticks. But I really... Um, we'll, we'll come back to it, but encourage y'all start thinking now about how you want to celebrate Easter at the end of the day to make it really work. And I'll tell you, you do Lent. Um, you take it seriously. You enter this journey. Easter hits in a different way. It, it really is, is special. Yeah. So
1: Well, anything is better when you prep for it, in yeah. my opinion. Like, you know.
0: So well said, Haley.
1: I think that's part of life. It is. It is. Is that all you have on yeah, life? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. More, more,
0: more will come out. That's enough. Okay. That's, 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 enough. that's your, it's your yeah. bit for
1: now. While well, y'all... To give you some context on what this podcast, what we're gonna be up to during Lent, we are gonna be zooming in on the book of Matthew. And so what we're gonna do is follow Jesus' journey to the cross. What was he like? How did he live life in face of hard things or in the face of hard things? And what exactly did he even do with his disciples? What made people want to persecute him? Like he seemed like a really good dude. What happened to get Jesus to the cross? We on this podcast are gonna be covering that and asking how that journey is supposed to shape our lives today and bring really good news to our souls.
0: Yeah. So we will be camping out in Matthew, but before we do that, we're going to start all the way back to Genesis, where Ash Wednesday, which is today, today being Ash Wednesday, the first day of Lent, where it has its history, where it comes from in the text, that I think is the one that grabs your attention the most when you hear it. Um, if you go to an Ashing service, for example, it's the one that stops you in your tracks. And so it's, since it's a starting point, that's where we, we are going to start. So Haley, can you um, set us up for that scripture?
1: yeah. Y'all, we're going to be in Genesis 3.19 today. The context of Genesis 3, um, you have heard of Adam and Eve. I've uh, heard of them. The original people. They had just gone through the fall. So, like, they just fell out with God. They're in this place. They're so, like, oh, man, things aren't right. What's going to go on? And God's kind of, this is like he's been talking for a minute, going on, like, about all these different things. Women are going to have childbirth, All these, all these different things. Then he gets to this part, and he says this, and this is, I'm going to say the whole line, but the end of it is what's said at Ash Wednesday Services, and we're going to talk a little bit about it and why it's important during Lent. So Genesis 319, it says, By the sweat of your face you shall eat bread until you return to the ground, for out of it you were taken. You are dust, and to dust you shall return. This is the word
0: of the Lord. Thanks be to God. That is a tough one to say thanks be to God for, and that that happens sometimes. Um, So just so you hear that last part again, you are dust, and to dust you shall return. It's basically saying, yeah. It's
1: kind of the opposite of what anybody wants to believe. Being told you're uh-huh. dust is like, think I'm a little better than dust. Like, it's like that. Mm-hmm. It's like, what? How could, how is that dignifying? How is that like yeah. anything good for me to hear? Like, why would you say thanks be to God for that? It is, does feel a little.
0: It, yeah, it feels, it can feel morbid and. Man, it is a powerful reminder of our mortality, mm-hmm. which we don't like to be reminded of. Uh, if you come to one of the services, whoever's teaching will probably say very directly, this passage is meant to remind us that you will die. Mm-hmm. And when you receive the ashes on your forehead in the shape of a cross, um, it's a reminder that you carry around this mark of death on you, um, the, the death of Jesus, that we are meant we are going to follow Jesus on the path through death. Again, there's the hope of resurrection. We are preparing for Easter, but for now, we are going to sit with our mortality. Now, why in the world would we do that? That seems like such a bummer, such a downer. Um, and here's the thing: as I as I think about it, um, and and Haley, want to hear what you have to say mm-hmm. in a minute about this. But um, we are going to die at some point. You can't get around that. And mm-hmm. and we are we have fears. Like I'm sure each of us have dealt with. Thinking about what comes next, the big questions. And to not acknowledge that, it's sitting right under the surface. But if it goes unacknowledged, like all that distress, the, the anxiety, whatever might come with it, is going to live somewhere. Mm-hmm. So to pretend like it doesn't exist is living in denial. And we are meant to be people who live free of these things. And so part of Lent is to face these fears head on and realize, like, Jesus did it. Like, there is hope. Um, and it, it sure is a powerful tough thing to face but we can do it um so yeah what are your thoughts on why we would sit with such a tough passage
1: well i think you can think about death and there's two ways you can reply you can either and i've lived through both ways which is why i can say this i remember when i went to college i was super afraid of death like i could sit and think about my mom dying or someone dying and just cry for two hours like had an Mm. extreme anxiety response to being like this is all gonna end someday. Yeah. Oh my gosh, when am I gonna lose someone? When am I gonna die? What's that gonna be like? And I would just have extreme anxiety about it. And there's the second way, which is I, um, which is like living with this like thought of, okay, I'm gonna die. So what does that mean about who I'm gonna be now? Who I'm gonna become? How I'm gonna live? Some of you all know this, but when I before I moved to Atlanta, I lived in Knoxville, and I had like a huge lump in my throat. So mm. I went to the doctor. I was like, what's up with this? And he looked at me and he was like. You know, it doesn't feel like cancer, but if you're my wife, I'd make you get an ultrasound, if I'm mm-hmm. being honest. And I was like, okay, dude. So booked an ultrasound, but mm-hmm. they couldn't get me in for, like, two or three weeks. So I had two or three weeks to be like, uh, do I like who I am? Do mm-hmm. I like what I do? Do I like where I live? Like, if I was, like, this person looks at me, this doctor comes back, and is like, Haley, you have, I don't know, six months, a year, yeah. two years. Am I living the way that right. I want to live? And. With that, it was so helpful, and everything came back fine. I am great. It's a whole lymph node situation, whatever. But with that, it gave me such a – like, I'm really in some odd, twisted way grateful that mm-hmm. I had a doctor look at me and say that when I was 23 because I now live where I'm like, okay, Haley, often, like, do you like who you're becoming? Do you like what you're doing? Do you like who you are? Are you living in light of Jesus and the way that you live? Or are you becoming someone you don't even like? Because if that's mm-hmm. – what if you're if you're not living a life full of love, full of goodness, full of kindness, full of, like – The way jesus lived like is it is it really worth doing whatever you're doing and now i had that check-in and it's not like because you're gonna die but it's like no because time is finite
0: and because you know
1: you only get so much on this earth what are you doing with yourself and i think it can be a really healthy check-in if your brain's in the right place to be like okay there is this fear of like there will be hard things that happen, and mm-hmm. oh my gosh, I don't want anyone I love to go through that, and I don't think God does either. I think yeah. God looks and it's like I'm mourning with you. I don't think a lot of these things on earth are right, but with that, I think Jesus is the hope in that, and so you can be like, okay, there's ultimate hope beyond this, and all I have to do is wonder like, is the life that I'm living the one that I want to be living? Like, am I am I living in light of God?
0: Yeah, totally. That reminds me um, everything you said, Haley. Y'all can look it up in Psalm ninety. Moses actually wrote Psalm 90, which is interesting. Most of it is from David, but this one has been preserved. He has a line. He says, Lord, teach me to number my days, Mm -hmm. Um, which is, I mean, to literally do that is to think about the end, like Mm -hmm. that there is something that in in this side of life with Jesus in eternity, like we are all – walking a path towards death. Mm-hmm. Um, so tough to face, but, like, when we number it, and if you read that psalm, there's so much hope in it that there's some freedom when we can look at the hard thing. Um, just to any of you out there, if any of you have had surgery or if you've had dental work, which <laughs> seems like a work to talk wisdom about. Wisdom teeth. Wisdom teeth, yeah, wisdom <laughs> teeth. Um, something like that, like, to pretend that you don't need something is not helpful. Like, if you're going to have, if you need surgery and the doctor's like, no, I'm just not going to tell you, and then something blows up on you later, like, you you need to know the path that you're about to walk. Any hard thing, like, and we all have it coming, and I know it seems strange for Lent, that's like, I'm gonna intentionally choose a hard path for a season, but we believe that the, the discipline of that is really worth it. So we'll be coming back to in terms of what does it look like to give things up for a season, to fast from things, but for today, We want you to focus as hard as it sounds on this passage. Just think about from dust you came to dust you shall return. Look at that, pray for courage to look at it unflinchingly. um, We think that there is hope at the end of that road. So, Haley, what are you thinking?
1: Well, I'll just say don't let us send you to a place. Mm -hmm. Like, I've been there. If you get to that point where you're like, I'm spot, this is scary, Mm -hmm. talk to your parents, talk to your youth leader. Talk to someone like you have people and people can carry us through those things and like be your sounding board when your thoughts get to be too much. So just want to say, yes, think about it. Also know that you are loved by caring adults in your life who want to help you process what that means.
0: Definitely. So yeah.
1: y'all, I hope that today are, well, we don't really leave you with like a challenge. This isn't really a challenge, but what I hope you found today is your way to a church service where you've gotten to get a little ash on your forehead that, lots of Christians worldwide get. It is so cool to participate in something that you know people of all different nationalities all across the world are experiencing. So I hope you found your way to a church. And if you haven't yet, there's a 7.30 p.m. service at Trinity tonight. Make your way on out if you can with your family. But if not, hope you found your own way to honor at home.
0: Amen. Well y'all, death is not the end. That's some of the really good news. So we speak that truth over you as well. And that's it for today. Um, Thanks for hanging with us, everybody. You'll be hearing from us this season on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. So we'll catch you again in a couple days on Friday. We're so glad to be back with you. And as always, peace Peace be be with with you. you.